Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? We're back at it again. Another slightly unqualified podcast. I'm your host today, Stephen. We got Matt with me and Andrew back at it. What's up, fellas? How's your uh, week go? How'd you guys' uh, weekend week? How's everything going? It was really busy for me. Wow, what'd you have? Uh, a whole lot of nothing. I just a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, work. No, I just work. I bet it was work. Sounds yeah, it's work. Yeah, man. What about you, Matt? What'd you have to? Um, well, uh, it is now a week and a half, two weeks in, and my pain is still here. I'm still feeling the Eagles' loss. Uh, every day I wake up and go to my camera to do something, and I see Jalen Hurts balling out, and no championship or trophy. Uh, actually, this week I actually saw one, a picture on Twitter of Jalen, uh, like walking through the end zone towards the tunnel when the confetti's falling and it's like the freaking red and gold. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, my heart. Uh, other than that though, it's been good, man. Um, been good living life, working, nothing too exciting outside of, you know, going to the movies, which I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, and nothing, nothing crazy in my life. I've been grinding ranked play in call of duty and, uh, Ooh, how's that going? Killing it. Uh, good. So the other night, like two minutes ago, um, this, this guy just started talking on uh, on the platform, like on like during the match, yeah. and we end up teaming up together and we went like on a ten game win streak. So that's pretty cool. Ooh, that's uh, cool. But yeah, so pretty good, pretty fun. I'm just enjoying, just enjoying that pretty much. Yeah, the same here, man. I've I've been, I've been playing, trying to rank up some of those new guns. Uh, after that update, I'm so stretched thin with work and kids, and I'm trying to finish uh, the battle pass in Fortnite. I just started the battle pass and cod i'm trying to become the ultimate wizard i'm trying to catch them all and it's just uh man i'm spread thin when it comes to content and just video games right now man there's if another show or another movie or game drops i'm i don't know what i'm gonna do i feel like i should take a couple days off and just be like hey i gotta sorry work i got some priorities here (laughs) you know what i mean there's one coming one coming yeah there is there is. And then my boy just turned eight. That was pretty cool. We got to uh, give him his first Xbox. Like, mm. he had an Xbox, but he gives us his first, like, brand new console. Yeah, that's cool. Um, you know what I mean? We took him to the dark side or, or the green side and got him a, an Xbox. Um, we got default. him FIFA. Yeah, by default. Uh, we got him a FIFA 23. So we've been playing that, uh, having some fun with it. Um, it's, it's cool to see him really enjoying video games so yeah it's pretty cool man we have had a pretty solid week yeah i've been all right grinding real news here is who saw ant-man raise your hand hand. you did your almost ever hands up the third one doesn't throwing you under the bus hey i thought i thought my brother in ravenclaw was going to come through nope and show up Nope. You, you did me dirty, dude. Bro. I just haven't had time, dude. I know, man. Me too. I, I I bought tickets, had to cancel the tickets, got ticket money back. My kids got sick, so I had to go to the underground. You know what I mean? Go go into the dark arts and uh, and don't watch it. Don't yeah. commit yourself on. I don't know what you're talking about. You know what I mean? But I know what you're talking about. You saw it? And, yeah. Well, we saw it. I saw it. I, I, you know what I mean? I am caught up. Didn't well, take you guys it, can not talk to... about it as much as you want. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's unfortunate for you because it's going to happen regardless. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so sit so, back, relax, and then just enjoy this. Yeah. 
actually, it, it might be a good thing to like, for yeah. you, like ask questions, like just because sure. you're going in blind. Um, yeah, that's true. So you you've seen it, Steven. Now, I mean, I gave my little review last last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your spoiler free review for now, and then we'll put a so, spoiler tag on after. I that. think you if if you haven't did you you didn't hear Matt's review. Mm-hmm. Uh, his small snippet is 30 seconds of of what this movie was. It was dead on. Um, it isn't the greatest movie, but it isn't the worst. I think at, for me, I put it up there as my number one Ant-Man or Ant-Man 1 being number two and then Ant-Man and the Wasp being number three uh, in my book. But it's a movie that I, I could definitely see myself watching a couple times. Yeah. Um, every time Kane was on screen, he had my attention. Like he, he, yeah, he had my attention in it. Uh, his presence, you can feel it the way he walks, the way, I don't know if you guys noticed this when he, when he was uh, in Loki, just his mannerisms, how he moves his hands, how he walks, how he is doing something over here, but looks the other way just shows power. It shows like interesting this prestige of like, mm-hmm. I'm not like everybody else. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you could, him as an actor, I think embodied it dude. Like yeah, amazing. I, I, Ooh, I, and I give him all the praise. Like the fact that I don't want to be spoiler just yet, but in the fact that he plays five yeah. different Kings in this movie, it's like, you tip your hat. You know what I mean? It's like the man, yeah, cool. give him his popcorn, give him your undivided attention when he's on screen. I think he deserves that in this movie. So one of the questions that I was kind of thinking about as I was getting ready to go see it is, do you feel like, how should I word this? Do you feel like it's trying to one-up Thanos or is it like pretty fluid? Yeah. Like, um so let's mm. let's throw let's throw a spoiler tag going forward because okay. I'm not gonna I'm gonna try not to right now, but let's just throw it on there just because spoilers ahead yeah. for you guys are watching. Skip ahead 20 30 minutes. It's gonna be a long discussion, probably. Um so are they trying to one up Thanos? Um we know they are, right? You mm-hmm. have to have a bigger, better threat than Thanos. Um, is it like so in your face that it doesn't make sense for it to happen the way it's happening? No. Um, it's graceful, it's tasteful, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's it, it. The Thanos effect, I think, what they had was you wanted to see more of Thanos because you haven't seen any of Thanos. Mm-hmm. The Kang effect's quite the opposite. You want to see more of Kang because you've seen two already amazing versions of Kang, and then spoilers, uh, in the post credit scene, you see three more amazing versions of Kang that are all vastly different that mm-hmm. it's like not only do they have to deal with this Kang the Conqueror that we see in all of Ant-Man and Quantumania but then we also yeah. have um, Immortus Ramatut coming in and probably this Scarlet Century and just in a different color now um, and it's just the opposite of like of Thanos we, we and the thing about Thanos is we knew what he was coming for we knew these stones were coming into play mm-hmm. we knew that everything pointed to a stone uh Kane just wants to conquer like all time. So it's mm-hmm. like we don't know where he's gonna come, we don't know what he's gonna come for. Uh but, but I, I we just know he's coming, which is what's what's crazy, crazy. about yeah, what, what's crazy about that is Thanos. So, like when Thanos was like, Oh, Thanos is on screen, you never knew 
you never knew what his end goal was until he kind of like at the end explains it, right? When he's like, there's too many people, I want to kill half the world or whatever. You know what I mean? And King, he 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 wants like two things. One, he wants to show that he's the ultimate king, and he wants to show all the other kings that he is the ultimate king. So it's uh. it's weird. It's like he wants to take over everything. And you feel that, like you feel like, oh, I, I, he wants this, and like, and then he, you see him. Oh, he has a motivation too. Like he's not just because you know those like John, uh, John Wayne, those like 007 movies where like we're blowing up the world, and you're just like, dog, mm -hmm. you're on the world too. You're gonna what, this makes no sense. Like, yeah. why do you want to blow up the world? This dude's like, I have motivation to take over everything, and. I'm going to do it just to show these other guys that I am the one. And you're just like, oh, but the, man. The, 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 the crazy part about, like, the embodiment of what – and this is really a, a tip to the Captain Jonathan Majors because even in the comics, Kang is Kang. There's there's different versions yeah. of Kang. But at the end of the day, like, they're all but, like, a couple or after the same kind of thing. They want to be the one at the end of time that rules everything. But the encompassing thing of, like, what Jonathan Majors is accomplishing as Kang is insane. So – we have he who remains who mm -hmm. you can clearly see like you can clearly see with he who remains in loki season one that his embodiment of how he acts as king is literally like i'm the only person left at the end of time mm -hmm. i'm bored i don't want to do this anymore i'm just sick of it like that's true yeah. but then we have this king the conqueror version the conqueror and he is exactly that. I'm I want to conquer this. Everything I do in this movie, I'm gonna conquer it. Even down to the city when he gets stuck in the quantum realm, he conquers the quantum realm just because he can. Uh, not that he wants to, because he can. And him wanting to conquer things was the different motive and different like set of skills that he had in this film compared to like who, who remains. And the perfect example that I saw, which like embodied the entire version of King that we saw, was uh there's this scene where um uh, Janet um is helping him rebuild his time configuration stuff. Uh, yeah, there's, no, there's, there's, cool. a, there's a time core. And um she ends up seeing his memories and can see what this Kang is. He's a conqueror who conquers worlds. And she tells him, You're you're a conqueror, you conquer worlds. Worlds die at your fingertips, pretty much. He says, Yeah, yeah. they do. Like they die. And then she says uh, something like, you know, how many worlds are gonna die if we free you out of this place? And he looks at her like, at least it's not going to be yours because I, I made a promise to you. So that's like two things. I'm like, okay, he's clearly like just wants to conquer worlds. The third mm -hmm. thing, which was like, okay, this is really – this one line embodies what this version of King is perfectly. Janet asks her, when you get out, now what do you do? And his only answer was two words. And it was the coldest line in the whole oh, movie. Dog, he, he goes, mic drop. He goes – then I win. And then just boom, shit just goes crazy. So yeah. it's just, it, it was so encompassing of like this version of Kang. And then we get on to see more versions of Kang in the post credit scene. And he knocks those out of the park too. It's just, it, it crazy. Jonathan Majors had such an uphill battle to, to deal with this character. Mm -hmm. And if there is any one role that can showcase range across any kind of acting yeah. ability, uh, it's this one, it's this role, and Jonathan Majors is taking it seriously. He's taking it like he's taking it seriously, he's taking it to heart. Um, uh, 
and there's an interview that came out with him where they said, um, you know, how do you how are you able to like embody King? And one of his answers was like, well, I had to really deep sit down and like dig deep about like how do you deal with somebody? How does somebody talk? How does somebody walk? How does somebody act when they know everything? Like how how does somebody yeah. walk with this swagger? Mm-hmm. How does somebody talk with this when he knows it's gonna happen? And you saw it with He Who Remains. He had a bit of a quirkiness to him, like yeah. I'm fine. This is gonna happen. In this film, what's vastly different about this version of King is he didn't know what was gonna happen because he's outside of time, um, which is why they isolated him there. So it's this is the King coming out party. We knew it was gonna be, but to the extent of what it actually was, like. If you're going there just to see Kang and all of Kang's glory, th- yeah. this is this. If you're like the biggest Kang fan in the world, I could see this being like your top three films in uh, MCU history yeah. just because of how good Kang is specifically. Dude, the the especially his one-liners, um, and this movie's full of them from him. Like that can be quoted. Like the one where he goes, "I've de- I've destroyed many worlds and yep. many of and, and many Avengers." Because Scott Lang goes, I'm an Avenger. And he goes, I've destroyed many worlds and many Avengers. And you're just like, this dude's seen. Mm-hmm. He's he's probably had four, five, six, seven endgame events. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it, you could see it. You could see it in his face that he's just like, dog, this is a Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, this yeah. is nothing for me. You know what I mean? Like. It's it, like you know the feeling when you saw Black Panther and T'Challa put his his suit on, or remember when he goes, "I'm not dead." And he's mm-hmm. standing up in that. Oh my! I God, did not yield. Like, oh. Yeah, I did not yield, and you're just like, yeah. When he tells, uh, "What's her name?" That uh, he goes, "Then I win," and he turns and he oh, gets his whole armor. So suit cold, on. dude. You're just like, dog. Come give the guy his crown. It's over. The guy in the dude. So another dude, question. So is it? Do you guys remember that movie? I think it was the one with Jet Li. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, Jet Li, wow. Where? Yeah, when he's fighting on the temple at the end, they're all like that. Yeah, but like the premise is like he goes mm-hmm. to different realities, kills his kills him. former self mm-hmm. to become stronger. Is there any mm-hmm. of that that's kind of like in play? Yeah. No, well, well, I don't think like, he gets do stronger. Do you see it? That you're asking, like, do you see him go kill people? No, 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 no. I'm not saying like if you see it, but is is that part of like his character? Is is he like able to like find himself, or is he like teaming up with himself, or is he like so I'm it's conquer not myself? But no, it, it's so it it's kind on of the reversed. King you're talking about so okay. yeah, it's kind of reversed because this king's in exile. He didn't just get stuck there. They they exiled and but he's the, like the oh other, the other kings exiled the council of kings uh, okay exiled they him because him. he was he was wanted to conquer their timelines as well gotcha yeah so they all like when he says like if you at the at the post credit he says how many of them did you call like how many other kings did you call um he says I called all of them like I called all of them and they're like what and you. It like zooms out and you just see this Coliseum style, like oh, like Star Wars too, throne, like oh, everybody's looking so down, and there's just kings of every shapes and sizes. There's like what's crazy is each one of them, uh, you can't see all of them, but you can see most of them all have different expressions different. and they're all doing something. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that means that that dude as an actor had to play at least yeah. 20 other characters, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
And, and plus the yeah. one at the at the the post post credit scene. It's another version of Kang we see. Yeah, um, that so was dope, dude. There, there is a the po- the two post credit scenes alone. There's already a lot to unpack about the future of the MCU. If there's yeah. a single, if there's a singularity point that's going to tie the last phase with everything else going forward, it literally is the last two post credit scenes, uh, or the two post credit scenes, I should say. Um, but to the to the to your question of like, can he self absorb and like when he kills himself, does he become stronger? Mm-hmm. The, the in, in the context of Kang, the question, the answer is both yes and no. Like he isn't physically getting stronger because he's killing somebody, Just but it's another, it's another Highlander. It's another timeline conquered. Therefore, mm-hmm. Kang in that timeline is now supreme and has an army to behold now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But this version, and, and when we say the conqueror now, like when we, in terms of the MCU, I think they're gonna label each Kang we see as something different. Um, so like this one was Kang the Conqueror, and and they made it very apparent in this film. They called him a conqueror. They called him a, a dictator. But the con- the word conqueror came up a lot the whole time. Yeah, and they called him the conqueror. And then even the other, um, like the other three, which is like Ramatut, all them, um, they weren't consciously conqueror or anything like that. And they didn't say like, we conquered timelines. They just said mm-hmm. we built we built this up. And where is the multiverse? Um, so I think they're gonna be very intentional with like what these kings do. Um, I. And then we can get into the weeds of this, Stephen, because uh, you've seen it. Um, this isn't the last we're going to see of this of this specific version of King, I don't think. Um, and also, uh, it seems to be there's three kings in charge of all the kings. So the Council of Kings, which Immortus we knew was going to be one of them, just because that's the nature of Immortus as a character in the comics. Uh, Rama Tut um, is the other one, and then the third one is who I think is the Scarlet Centurion, but. There's no like common accurate version, comic accurate version of like this character. I just think it's, it's, the, it's the same suit as the Scott Centurion, just purple instead of red, um, which I could see them changing for like. Well, MC on, on, when you like looking down at the bottom um, of like the pit where all the other kings are, you do see a solid red king. But I don't that, know that if they're Iron using... Lad. Yeah, but I don't think, I think it, Iron Lad was fighting against King. I don't think he's, he's technically. You know what I mean? Like well, at one point, Iron Lad that isn't Iron Lad, but yeah. it could be anybody. Yeah, the, yeah, there's infinite amount of them. But my point is, those three are the ones in charge, and the fourth one was the Conqueror version of of him as well. And uh, I went back to like Loki season one, watched a little bit. Of, I watched the last episode because, of course, you want to see more of Jonathan Majors as King, mm-hmm. right? And uh, in in his um, like the end all be all, all the, the house at the end of all time. Uh, there's four statues, but one is broken, and so uh, to me, it's indicative of the three kings in charge. Then the one that was exiled got broken, uh, similar to like how it was in Shazam when they all sat in the chairs and the seventh one's empty because uh, that's where Black Adam's supposed to be. I think it was that kind of thing. But looking back at it now, you can definitely tell it's like in- an intentional thing. So that's why I'm excited because I think we can go back in time and see these things now, and I can pinpoint like, okay, here's this version of King, everything like that. And then uh, there's also a version uh, in the post credit scene where he's wearing a suit and tie, which is indicative of Kang Enterprises, which is QENG. Uh, you see this like Stark Tower in the void in Loki season one. And they've been talking about Stark Tower being bought by this mysterious multimillionaire business guy. So mm. I can see yeah. Kang coming in there with the Kang Enterprises. Um, they just they did a lot for this one to get your mind, get your mind going like big time. 
Um, I do think the inclusion of Ramatut is going to lead directly into an Avengers or not Avengers, a Fantastic Four tie-in. Uh, I could see uh, uh, the retcon of how they're going to be all of a sudden in the MCU is apparent to me now. They fought Ramatut back in time somehow. Ramatut took them out of their timeline to a different timeline. And then they got back into their timeline now, which is now the MCU timeline. So they were there. They just were missing for 25 years hmm. uh, yeah. due to time time jumps or whatever. Um, so there's a lot a lot of play here. I'm excited. I think the freaking Council of Kings at the end was uh, unexpected. I knew there was going to be some kind of like Kang thing, but the freaking Council of Kings and like the way they shot it was directly out of the freaking comic book pages of the Council of Kings. Yeah. And I was like, this is my childhood dream number one number yeah. two how you pull this off is like how majors and this is this is a, all this movie is to me is a respect to jonathan majors and <laughs> a give a give him his flowers moment because he embodied four different versions of king in one film and then embodied a myriad of others but there's like a couple expressions here and there you see that like drive home those versions of king even though it's such a small amount of time on screen it's it's crazy man i don't know he's he's it man if there was ever like an actor i'm more excited about in the history of like the mcu it was one oscar isaac from moon knight and then this one man this one is king majors is insane hmm. so is this more of like a king movie or an yes. ant-man movie king so definitely so it's kind of like infinity there's, War, well, there's, thanos's movie there's growth. There's growth to, to Scott. Uh, there's growth to, well, mainly just Scott, honestly. Uh, there's a little bit more in depth to Janet. Um, Hope and Hank don't really get touched. Um, and then uh, Scott's daughter, Cassie, is... Mm-hmm. I can get into the criticisms now if you'd like to, but uh, but the, Scott's character development specifically uh, was, was, was good, in my opinion. Okay. But King stole the show. Of course. Interesting. So what didn't you? Oh, you muted. I think you muted. What the first thing that was getting getting me kind of irritated at the movie was there was a lot of the uh what's what's the Wass's mom's name again? Janet. 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 I want to say Yeah, Janet. She was in the movie a lot, and I was like, dude, like when is Ant Man getting it? Yeah, she, but then she had to be. And I yeah. thought there there was a couple scenes in the movie. I I I hated, hated Murdoch. Well, you hated Murdoch? I hated it, dude. I thought it was Why? stupid. Why did you hate Murdoch? I think it was a waste of a. I think it was, dude. Trust me, you're gonna watch it and you're gonna be like, I, I could have gone this movie. Without I actually think I think to the contrary, I think you're gonna love Murdoch and think he is spot on to what he's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I think Murdoch as a character is. Yeah, but when you see him take his mask off and you see what's his face is terrible, dude. I, I, it was. I, I think I, really think I, just think trash, I, I think it was trash. I dude, mean, the CGI the, from the from the trailer no, no, no. pretty bad. CGI no, is terrible. Bad. Okay. It's bad on that. that it's, that's the but, okay, Andrew. That, wait, wait, without wait, seeing, without it, seeing Ant Man, <sighs> describe Modok from the comics just I mean, briefly. Just supposed to be a wacky thing that's designed to kill people. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't like it's not supposed to be taken serious. It's just. It's... Yeah, but it, he he. It 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 does a shitty or 
a terrible job of explaining how he's there. In my opinion, I just think it looks it's stupid. Um, that's what I think. Um, I I think they could have gone. They could have made him more villainous without making him stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know who he is. Yeah, like, but it's it's a face with arms and legs growing out of it. I, I, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought. I think. I thought it was a poor. I don't know. I I make, I could have gone if they made that movie again and just deleted him out of it. I would have been totally fine with it too. Like it doesn't. He does nothing to make the movie. It does nothing to like. I I could I could have gone without it. Um, yeah, I mean, do I think they needed Modoc? No, Kang's there. No, not <laughs> they even. Yeah, Kang was Kang. there. Uh, I do think it. I do think it was a a Ant Man movie. I I really do think it was an Ant Man movie, but I do think it had a. I, I yeah, it, I could say 50-50 maybe, but there is a lot of growth, there's a lot of turmoil uh between like Scott really kind of beating himself up uh with like thoughts of like the the gap between his like not seeing his daughter and she starts going down the path that he was going down. So, so in the beginning of the movie, you he starts going through that like man, I really wish I was there. I would I would kind of do anything to get her back. Mm-hmm. But the relationship between King and him I think it was a little pre like I don't I feel like they were jumping the gun just a little bit just to get to the king parts. You know what I mean? Like they wanted to tell King's story. So they were like some of the stuff that wasn't like I think a little bit of it was rushed. Like uh there's a scene in the movie where he chokes Scott out or he's he's choking Scott and like doing some Darth Vader stuff and he grabs his daughter and he's like, All right, I'll do it. But King just goes, all right, do it, and I'll let her go. And I, I don't want to get crazy spoiler, but it's just like, it doesn't go that way. But it's just like, he's so determined to go, no, you told me you were going to tell you the truth. And it's like, he's the bad guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know he was going to lie. It was just kind of was like, man, you could see that from a mile away. You know what that I mean? That like, Scott's character, though. Scott's an idiot. Yeah, he is an idiot, but it, it just was like, it just seemed like they wanted to get King out there, and I, I don't, I don't disagree. I think they needed to get King out there. I just think it was a little, a little rushed, and that. That's but, but besides those two things, I had no other problem with the movie. I thought the movie was great. The okay, so the the Modoc thing, as someone who doesn't like Modoc, period, like comic books or anything, I thought they were spot on with him. With like, in terms of like what I think Modoc is and how annoying he is on the in the comic books. He literally is that in this movie. Uh, do I think he like could have been done, done without him? A- absolutely. He doesn't add any value to anything except for comedic relief, uh, which I think Modoc should be doing in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a sense that I think what they could have done to Steven's point with Modoc is they like there was an opportunity for them. Andrew doesn't know that Modoc is who he is, so I, I don't want to like. Oh, I have a pretty good idea of who he okay. is. Okay, so they. You're not your muted that's again. Why, yeah, that, that's why I couldn't get into it too much. That's why I was trying not to. I was trying to circle. Can you just around. say who you think it is? So I can. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think it is? I thought it was the the yellow jacket guy. Yeah, it is. Okay, so yeah. cool. Spot on. So, so yeah. uh, I, I thought the explanation was fine. Um, yeah, I just assumed that when he got shrunk in the yeah. first one, it just takes him down there, and then he's kind of reconstructed into that. Yeah, yeah. So pretty much, you get to see perfect. his little cheeks and so, stuff. It's pretty so, funny. To, to what I'm yeah. trying to say about Mordok and like how they could have somewhat made him relevant is, Cassie didn't go through a lot of growth in terms of like, uh, true conflict or true anything. And I think 
the monster that was in my house as a child route would have been a perfect Ooh. conflict to really build yeah. their character out. That would be cool. And 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 they they just missed out on an opportunity. They didn't do it at all. Yeah. Um. So that was a missed opportunity in my boat. I'm not saying Murak's perfect. I do think Murak is like spot on to what I thought he was going to be. But I do think they could have fleshed out the monster under my bed thing with yeah. Cassie a lot more. Um, they didn't, unfortunately. And, uh, and they even mention it in the back of Scott's car. She says, hey. She says it I, when she I, sees him. Yeah, when she says it, like, when they're in the car and he's like, sorry, you didn't have a regular world or life. Yeah. She goes, there was a six-foot yellow jacket thing in my in my house when I was six. Mm -hmm. I, I, I know I haven't. So you could tell she has trauma because of it. And it's like, and she's doing bad stuff because she's had a kind of weird upbringing. So right. when it, when he sees her and she sees him, it's not like she's terrified. You know what I mean? She's just, you know what I mean? He's just, just like, one of the villains. This guy. Yeah. Uh, this dude. To, to, so is it, is it, I think his name was Darren. Is, is it yeah, Darren? Darren? Yeah, it's Darren. Yeah, it's Darren. Um, yeah. And like his consciousness or like, is it just his face? No, it's, it's his him. face. It's all this. him. Oh, yeah. Everything but the machine is him. Yeah. Okay. So, you need to see his little Nazca cheeks too. It's pretty funny. Okay. That was the only funny part. It is yeah, I, I thought that they were gonna like after he gets shrunk down, like it, it, it's his body, but it's not necessarily him, and it becomes a whole different entity at Modoc. No, all him. Okay. Yeah. Stretched oh, yeah, out yeah. face. Stretched, um, yeah. Which I get his face. I get spot on to Modoc. Yeah, I mean uh, here's the thing. They could have either done two things. They could have done the stretch face, or they could have done like a really like jelly mass face they, that's kind of how it well, is they, like, they kind of did both that's the yeah, thing they, they kind of did both yeah uh, they put a gold the gold mask or the the mask he has no what i'm talking fire. about like, take off the mask and it's usually like yeah. it's a big thing of jelly Just like imagine like head. a huge stomach that's got a face on it oh oh like jabba the hut oh, yeah. uh yeah, yeah no not no. not that quite no. it's like it's visually, like a human with a giant head that's all it is visually it was I think they they did a great job for what they were trying to do with Darren being him. I think they did great uh, because how, you can't put a round face, you know what I mean? And like, I think they could have done a little bit better, but it was good. I just yeah. don't like the I just don't like the the development or the whole purpose of him in this movie. I just thought it was kind of weird. Yeah, but I mean, it's you know not I mean? anything new to Marvel. Like they've had a whole bunch of the throwaway villains that you thought were going to yeah. be cool. Like, uh, True, and he and he is more of a he is a prime throwaway villain above someone like the Mandarin, where they just like ruin him completely. Oh yeah, they just waste uh, of space. I, I think I think for Morak brought to the table, I was okay with it. Could the movie have gone fine without him? Absolutely. Uh, am I mad about him being it? No. Uh, do I do I kind of enjoy his character on the screen worse than the comic books? Yes. Uh, but to address the pacing issue of like, are they just rushing Kang into this thing? Um, I thought the opposite. I thought the movie was like the first 45 minutes. There was so much just like jargon that didn't need to come into play. One yeah, of the things being bit. like the entire village that Scott and Cassie found or whatever. Like, I don't need to see them at all whatsoever. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. It so looks like they had that was like, like extra 15 minutes worth of time that was just wasted. Um, Janet, Hope, and Hank, when they're like meeting up with that guy, give, give him the thing that flies. That's another wasted 10 or 15, yeah. 20 minutes. Uh, it's just, it's it, like they, it's like they, they, they needed a way to build up Kang, like by word of mouth. Uh, that one, so it did, it did do one thing right when it did that. One, it made me like anticipate Kang being this crazy 
conquer a war, mo- war mogul when he is, which is great. I don't think I needed to see that because I, I know who King is. But for the normal non-comic reading person that Marvel has now as a viewership, I could see them needing to understand how serious this threat is. Yeah. Uh, I just thought they could have done it by like him whooping Scott's ass a couple more times. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, uh, <laughs> but that's my that's my two cents on it. I do think there's a like I, this the way that I feel about Modoc just being there for no reason is also how I feel about Hank Pym. Like Hank Pym wasn't needed at all. Um, they could have went in there with just Janet Scott and Hope, and they would have had the same film, in my opinion. Yeah, but with um, the exception of the first one, do you really need Hank Pym ever? No, the, yeah, at least the second he, one, he brought some kind of value, scientifically. At the end this of one, this he brought one, nothing. He, brought the, he brought the the ants at the end. Without, he, they didn't need Hank Pym for that. <laughs> he brought the ants. They, they and the, and, the, the, and the, out, the ants found him. <laughs> it's not like he found the ants. Mm-hmm. Uh, at true. least the, the, the first film, you need Hank Pym for the suit, right? The second yeah. film, you need Hank Pym for the science because he is building a freaking quantum machine with so hope. far. This makes sense. A, this yeah, third yeah, film, true. this third film, they didn't need Hank Pym whatsoever. They except for like the first fifteen minutes where they're not in the quantum realm, and he's explaining the tech of like how they get in there with Cassie. Yeah, Hank was not needed in this movie whatsoever, and borderline Hope wasn't needed in this movie whatsoever. Uh, yeah. you could have gone in with again Scott and Janet. And then for Scott's development, you would probably need Cassie, but you don't need hope. Don't need Hank. Yeah, you Cassie could have Cassie could have been in he she could have not came with him and him and like I'm doing this to get home to see her. I'm not losing her twice and or three times or whatever. And this movie still would have gone off perfectly. Nah, well, I don't think I don't think Scott would there was no sticks for Scott if if that happens. Scott going home isn't it isn't a, it, the equality of Scott wanting to go home and freeing Kang as a result of that is not, they don't even out. The stakes weren't as high for yeah. Scott. That happens. Uh, so they had, they, they had to make it pretty high. Hey, listen, your daughter dies or you help free me. There's no in between. And Kang was very adamant about that. Um, but I, what I do think Cassie brought to the table is it made Scott, you kind of see where Scott's priorities are now. Like Scott doesn't have much depth to him in the first two films, in my opinion, except for hope. I mean, I love hope. Mm-hmm. I'll be with hope all day, but there's not much else beside that. Um, True. In this film, they drive home. Like Scott has a family now with hope and with Cassie and the time with Cassie is precious, especially after the blip or whatever. Um, yeah. And there's this, there's, there's this scene specifically where uh, Stephen Raw, the Ant-Man get together to, to push him up. Like, like that's that's a beautiful scene of like they push him up for Cassie. All of them get a line on the same page before Cassie, and um, it drives home like Scott's priorities a lot. Mm-hmm. And gives an extra layer to Scott now yeah. that uh, you didn't have before. So um, I do think the movie's overall plot is it's pretty lacking. Um, yeah, it's kind of one dimensional. It's nothing special. It's not bad, but it's not special. Um, I just think, well, if, if Kang is not in this film and if Majors isn't playing Kang as well as he played him, this movie is a bottom tier Marvel film. But in my opinion now, with Kang in there, it's a, a mid a mid to high tier Marvel film, in my opinion. I also, too, enjoyed that Kang, once he lost his tech, because uh, his, his bracelet kind of thing breaks, yeah. he, he loses, he kind of downgrades just mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. And 
him and Scott kind of go at it, and you're like, dang, Scott's gonna hang with Kang. And then all of a sudden, Kang's like, what was the that? passion of like, I'm about to lose yeah. all of this that I want to show to these these other kings. He's like, I'm not getting stopped by you. And he just starts just molly whopping Ant-Man. And I'm talking mm. about like a legendary fade. I'm talking like yeah, a dog, when, yeah. Thanos, when Thanos tosses Hulk kind of fade. Like fade <laughs> like bad. He yeah. just stomps his face in and his mask just breaks. Like he's just Kane, you could just feel the relentless. I was in the on the couch, like, oh damn, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, like it's bad. Someone needs to save this guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's I thought Scott was dead. I, I thought he was I, I, I'm not think, gonna lie, I thought they were just, I do think it wasn't for the it. motivation of uh of King having to go somewhere and do something. I think Scott would have died. That's how like yeah. that, like if, if yeah, King like, wasn't distracted with down. like, hey, I need to be over here real quick, like in a matter of seconds, I think Scott's dead. Easily. Easily. So, yeah, easily. So I got another question. So obviously it's kicking off phase five. Yeah. But does it feel like it's pulling or like there's a transition from phase four and the rest of the cinematic universe? Or is it just like, boom, clean slate, we're starting phase five, not looking back, going forward? No, I think I think they they grabbed the book and they just slammed it on the table and was like, get ready for this. And it it's kicking off phase five. I think it. I think Kang just gave everybody talking points for the next like two, two years. years, dude. Yeah, easily, easily. You could right now we're kind of throwing things out, but we're missing over a lot of 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 Kings. Like the fact that King built an army now. Last time In he got the quantum exiled, realm. Realm. He got beat solo. He goes, oh. Oh, they beat me solo. Now I got tech. Now I got an army. Now I got ships. Now I got oh, we're it's on. You know what I mean? And the fact of in the post credit scene, they're all three kings are like the like the higher ups, except for one. One of them's not. I don't think he's a higher up because two of them don't have the scars that King has. The King the Conqueror has, uh, but the Tut King has one has them. But the other dude two don't. I don't. I don't know if that symbolizes something or not. And one of them bows to the other one. So I don't I don't know what that means. Well, the guy but with the, the fact, top hat is Immortus. He's he is like the, like, the king king. He right? is king king. Like the other okay. kings are like I don't want to mess with that king. Okay, so like the fact that he had to call all of them to let yeah. him them know that King the Conqueror is dead. I think I think that that all of them were on the lookout for King the Conqueror, and they're like, "Yo, if you see him, give us the call, so we all show up and we whoop his ass." Where now that he got them all together, going there, he's dead. I don't think he's dead, in my opinion. I don't. I don't think he is. But uh, they're saying he's dead. I. I think it's just now. You're just like, is the boogeyman gone? If the boogeyman, the monsters are scared of this guy, and we don't know if he's truly dead or not. Like that's where it's like, dang, this is gonna be crazy. Mm. Mm, yeah, yeah, I think. Uh, so one, well, I think after this, we should get into like what we think is gonna happen next. Yeah, uh, yeah there, right. there's there's quite a bit there, but. Um, I, I think it okay. I think the phase four had a lot of foundational work they had to do. Um, similarly to how phase one was kind of just like standalone films that we know where these heroes are at now, phase four they had to do it all over again. There wasn't a sense of like, uh, of like this stuff is already done, um, it needs to get done. So, 
I think a lot of the things we see in phase four are going to reappear in phase five or phase six eventually. Um, but I think the important part was introducing these new characters so that when they get into this crazy multiversal war, we know who we're looking for and what we're looking for. Um, there are connecting points, right? Loki season one, obviously, is going to mm-hmm. connect to everything going forward. Uh, WandaVision was the first essence of the multiverse. So that's going to get obviously pushed forward. Uh, no Way Home was the first essence of like of a controlled version of how to control as an Avenger, the multiverse. Um, so there's different points. Um, when we get into the celestial stuff, eventually that Kane's going to get into and, and the cosmic things that he's going to get into. Cause that's what the multiverse is based off of. Really. We got the eternals. So I just think there's a lot of foundational work that's going to be coming into play. Eventually uh, the 10 rings will have some kind of bearing. Eventually the two bracelets will as well for Miss Marvel. Uh, but this, this movie doesn't tie those points in quite yet, but it does tie in the fact that uh, Kang is now the lookout for heroes that can beat him. For the first time, um, the Council of Kings at the end, um, him telling them the news that, that the Conqueror, the guy that we exiled, is dead, uh, to me was more of a we didn't kill him, but somebody else, somebody did. else did. So now we're and this is like the, the one of the top four guys in our in our council. Uh, if they can beat him, we need to make sure we don't get beat by whoever they just beat them. Um, so to me, it was more of a symbolic thing of like, hey. Now we're all on the same page that there is a threat out there. So instead of fighting each other, let's actually fight the threat first and then fight each other again. Mm-hmm. Um, and multiverse, man, I'm just excited for that part. Excited for the multiverse part. And they mentioned it specifically. You're muted again, Steven. Yeah, they even mentioned that to, to, to talk on that, talking that a little bit. After they say he's dead and he says that we didn't kill him. They even say the people who did kill him are touching the time are able to touch the timeline. Multiverse. So yeah, the multiverse. So they start to freak out like multiple people can so it you could tell now that they're looking at the humans or they're looking at the superheroes for um you know what I mean? Like they're looking uh at them. It's not just like they uh, they're weak, don't look at them. So you could definitely tell that they're gonna be throwing in different canes. In different yeah. situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, so the, the big thing to me was like the Kings are, are united. Like you thought the Conqueror yeah. was bad. There's at least two guys worse than him, and they are now on the same page for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's let's, talk, let's 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 turn this to the last post credit scene um, because we really didn't talk about too much about that. That kind of mm-hmm. leads into uh, God. Becca is in the chat. <laughs> talking um it, it leads to what i think andrew is going to be uh future of of mcu um going forward i think in this this year coming up because in the last post credit scene you get to see um loki and what's his name mobius uh mobius you see him oh, cool. in like a old western not western but like in that time and era old theater, yeah. old theater you see a cane bowler hat canes yeah walks thing. out kind of thing and you see look what looks like a camera but it but if you read the sign you could definitely tell it's a time machine because the things that they're talking about um and he in, in loki's like he has a look on his face like that's him you know and he pretty much says that and uh what is it morbius what is it Mo- how do you say his mobius. name mobius mobius he he looks and goes i thought you said he was like scarier than this and he's like, yeah. he is. 
You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm now, I was looking forward to Loki. Now I'm like really looking forward to Loki season two. I'm, yeah. I, I, I hope it gets here soon because I had, since I have King on my brain right now, it's like, man, I want to consume that. I want King, like, man. I want King. Dude, I do, I do too. I think it's going to be fire, man. What they have, because they can, yeah. he can, he could play different, or uh, yeah, could do anything. Anyways, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, Matt, we'll throw throw a category out there real quick. Is it movie? Is it theater quality? You streaming or are you buying this movie? Uh, I saw it in the theaters. Now I'm probably gonna see it again sometime this week or next week. Yeah, yeah I think we're gonna try to go uh, next week. I will stream it when it comes out, and I will buy the mm-hmm. steelbook as well when it comes out. This is yes, this is I mean, this is. So I bought steelbooks for three things. One, I bought all four steelbooks or <laughs> three steelbooks. Uh, yeah, for yeah. Spider-Man, because I that's the first collection I ever had. Uh, <laughs> I bought, <laughs> I buy movies. Okay, Becca. <laughs> uh, I bought the steel books for the two major Avenger films, so Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah, yeah. And this is Kang's coming out party, man. Like I, yeah. I have to buy the steel book for it, and I'm sure there's gonna be some crazy cool Kang Post- steel book that like I'm gonna take uh... and want to do so. You would, I would throw my de- debit card right at it if they had a. Jonathan voice over like when he's playing King, like a commentary of, of him just breaking down what he was thinking as King. Yeah, oh, dude, I would, I would pay for that in a heartbeat. That would be yeah. amazing, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah so, I would say same thing. I, I, I'll purchase it. Uh, I would buy, I would watch, I'm definitely going to stream it. And I do want to give them my money for this movie. I know that I went into the dark arts, but uh, I definitely want to throw some money at it. Yeah, for sure. To, uh, to add on to the to the Loki thing, um, it's the thing. The sign says Victor Timely on it. Victor Timely is uh, Kang's most kept secret. So um, all the Kings know of Victor Timely, but they don't really talk about him ever because he's the one that founded the time traveling multiversal things. When uh, He Who Remains in the last episode of Loki uh, says, "One of us in the thirty first century." Uh, was able to find these parallels. It's him. It's Victor Timely. So um, Loki being there and already like trying to address Victor Timely um, showcases that it's gonna it's it's there's gonna be something going on with Victor Timely and the beginning of the Kings in the first place. So the origin of Kang now comes more into light than ever before because we're dealing right with the guy that did the very first thing to do with multiversal things in Kang, um, and. It also symbolizes another thing for me. The the second thing it symbolizes is when Loki's terrified. Like he, you can see in his eyes, he's like uh, some he looks- of Tom Hiddleston's best work without even having to talk that much. Uh, it he's the fine. fear of God is in this dude's eyes, and he's like, "That's him." And Moby's like, and "He's he a god." Yeah, you know what I mean. He doesn't look that bad. He's not that scary. To me, that encompasses what's also going to happen to Ant Man. Ant Man's going to see Kang and Kang Enterprise, and like that's that's. Hey, Avengers, this is the guy. And they're gonna be like, this is a business guy in a suit. This he's nothing. We're not scared of him. He's not threatening. And then it's gonna lead into like other things, right? Like the threat that you uh, that the threat that is presently in the moment that you know is here in front of your face, but okay. no one's concerned about him is like that's gonna be good to me. Versus Thanos, where it's like there's this big bad thing coming that no one sees coming. Yeah. Kang is forefront and center, and people know about him, and he's not even scared that people know about him. So, uh, yeah, I think I think I think it's gonna be great. Future of the MCU is gonna be great. I do think we're gonna see more versions of Kang. I think uh, 
everyone's going to be good just because how good majors has been so far. But yeah. uh, let's get into a theory real quick. It's my only theory I have. Uh, we'll take questions if you want to post them in the chat. Uh, my only theory I have so far, because I don't, uh, hit me in they can go, they can go anywhere with it, but I don't think the conqueror is dead. Uh, neither. There's no way they kill off the, the best version of Kang. It's just not going to happen. Um, I think he goes, uh, beyond quote unquote. And I think, uh, secret wars, the beyonder is going to be the conqueror version of King coming back as the beyonder. Um, just cause the Beyonder is such a big character that like, you can't really just like throw him in there. He has to be an established thing. And if the conqueror gets sucked into that little time ball thing and gets spit out beyond the flow of time, he's the Beyonder in my opinion. And he brings the world together and it just makes it, it ties it all back to the original version of King that we saw before. This Kang wants to take over the everything. The Beyonder gets everyone together to just fight it out in the end. So yeah, I think, I think that's where we're going. Um, King Dynasty is going to be so fun. So fun. I hope what they do is they time travel in King Dynasty and see different versions of Kang as they go and just yeah, it's gonna be dope. Item or something. Yeah. What, what I think is gonna be cool too is if they do, and this is I know, and this is me geeking out, but if they like do another MCU movie or something or and just Kang's walking in the background, oh, you know cool. what I'm saying? But Deadpool because those cameo. guys, yeah, like those dudes don't know who Kang is, you know what I mean? Yeah, I can't wait. So I think it's going to be crazy when he starts showing up in different, you know what I mean? Like, I I think it's going to be cool. I'm I'm stoked. (laughs) Uh, I think it's going to be, I think what they did first off, I think they need to give this dude a bonus. If this dude doesn't win something for being King, man, he might win the first Oscar as a, as a Marvel character, Character. not even for this role. For like another role later on, when like he's a more front front role, but th- this might be the best acting I've seen since like DiCaprio and The Revenant. It's so good, dude. He's, he's hash, rash. So much so, I had to get this commemorative thing to remember Kang in his first. Uh, oh my god, you bought something! In his first, you know, the first head Kang's ever taken. I've gotten in my hands oh. here. So, if anybody wants to bid yeah. on that, let me know. Yeah. It means anything. Um, I have some connects, and uh, somebody connected me and uh, picked me one up too. And look at Andrew; it's a popcorn holder. Yeah, it's a popcorn holder. I knew it. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Good looking out, Matt. I appreciate you. Um. Oh yeah, man. So um, we wasted about fifty-one minutes of uh, Ant Man and um. I didn't know it was Ant-Man and the Wasp. I just thought it was Ant-Man and the Quantum, you know, but whatever. It's um, called Ant-Man and Kang is what it's really called. Yeah, it uh, should be. Uh, she did kick some ass. I'm not going to lie. She did. Oh, she, did she showed out. She yeah. showed out. She 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 held him down. You know what I mean? Multiple but, times. Yeah. Uh, but besides that, Call of Duty came out. Big update. Matt's liking it. I'm liking it. I know Andrew's not a COD head, but uh, Matt got me biting a couple years back with the CDL League. I know that um, CDL is making moves right now, starting to get um, uh, in the esports world is getting kind of crazy. So, uh, what do you got for us, Matt, on uh, the CDL? Yeah, so this week we're gonna try something something new. I'm gonna be what's called the qualified expert. Uh, I have two guys here who are not qualified, uh, quote unquote. Zero. You can say they're slightly. You can tell they're slightly unqualified. Uh-huh. Just wink, a little wink, bit. Wink, wink, wink at the camera. Uh, so, <clears throat> what I'm bringing forth to you, gentlemen, today is. 
in my opinion, the most exciting sports league in the world. Not just esports, sports league in the world. Um, like it's, emphasizes uh, sports league. Yeah, <laughs> it's only because the Eagles lost, though, of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. But oh, wait, pause, um, pause. Did you happen to see the Green King in the crowd? The green King. The there, green there was king? a king. The yeah, skull, he was all. Uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. He was all excited, and it looked like that other one was like, "Yo, chill out, you guys didn't win the Super Bowl." Anyways, back to the topic at hand. Uh, sorry, sorry. sorry. <laughs> so, just real quick, talking about the Call of Duty League heading into Major Three. Major Three is the Optic Gaming, Optic Texas. They're hosting it. Uh, my favorite team. That's the only reason why I'm bringing it up because Optic's hosting it. Um, yes, Optic's sir. made some changes. Uh, pool play has happened, so there's rankings out right now that you guys can view real quick. I think I sent you all the links. Uh, first and foremost, any questions for me about how this works? Any questions for me about my opinion on things before I get into the weeds of what I want to talk about? No, all I know is 100 Thieves is, is winning this, right? That's what we're saying? No. no okay. I no. <laughs> any <laughs> questions for you, Mr. Old Man Friend? Nope. No. Good. Cool. All right. So, all right, sell it. Uh, the current standings, man, they have uh, – it's weird for me because the top three teams are not the top three teams, in my opinion, in the standings. Uh, so number one, they have New York Subliners. Number two, Boston Breach. Number three, Seattle Surge. Four, Optic Texas. I think Optic Texas is exactly what they're supposed to be. Four. Uh, this is based off of, of, of pool plays and wins, stuff like that. So uh, they get points for – they get 10 points per win and everything like that. Um, but what's what's interesting with this is – uh, they have Minnesota Rocker at 11. They're 0-2 yeah. right now in pool play. They finished fourth last major. Um, they have LA Thieves at 7. Uh, I mean, the, the things could change, but the seeding matters. And when you have uh, two of the top four teams in the last major in the bottom seven out of 12, uh, that's, that's, that's kind of a problem. Uh, that means the seeding's going to be messed up. That means that Minnesota Rocker's going to start in loser's bracket, which means that one game and they're out uh, or they're going to play some teams that are not very good compared to them. Um, but but it, it's interesting to say the least going into this major. That's, that's the first thing. Uh, I do think Optic's going to win it just because I'm an Optic fan. I, I, do I actually think they're going to win it? I don't probably not uh, probably phase <laughs> again. Uh, I could see though, uh, Boston beach point out an upset. Uh, I'll explain why a little bit later. Uh, Thieves is toast toast. Um, Seattle Surge, eh? New York Side Blenders, eh? Just it's just weird going into it. Weird going into it. Any questions or anything to relate so, to? So, I guess uh, the question that I have is: Does this kind of parody excite you? Like, is it better to see people at the top that aren't at the top normally, or are you like the consistency of all right? Toronto Ultra is gonna be top three no matter what. Good question. So, um, I like to see the parody when my team is not in the parody. <laughs> right. Uh, right. So, uh, seeing Boston Breach and New York Subliners and Winners Bracket with Optic is like sweet. I don't got to see Phase or Thieves or Rocker until like after they get to the Losers Bracket. Mm -hmm. No one goes to the Losers Bracket and wins out. Uh, it just doesn't happen in Call of Duty. It's a grueling process. One team has been, or the coaches have been close to doing it, but they're losing the finals. It just doesn't happen very often. Uh, so for me, with it being not the test is major, them being home, I'm cool with it. Now, normally, uh, normally speaking, I would be upset when I don't see teams like Minnesota Rocker 
where they're supposed to be. Uh, just because I want to see good Call of Duty games at the end of the day. Um, and I don't want to see three O's. I don't want to see three ones. I want to mm-hmm. see, I want to see two threes consistently if I can, just for the competitive nature of the league. Um, now, that being said, the league is so small, like team wise, that like the player pool is so elite that honestly, any team could win any day of the week um, if they just pull it together. Uh, so it could happen either way, what I'm trying to say. But I, I personally like to see the top teams fight it out. Mm-hmm. The top four teams to me are the top four teams until the other ones break in. And it's easy to break in when they're not where they're supposed to be seed-wise. Right. So I'm looking at it, the majors three qualifier standings. Um, I see CDL points. I see LA with 10, Vegas yeah. 10, Toronto 10, Phase 10, Optics 10. Is it the – what is separating these guys from all having the pretty much exact score – Except for I don't know what ML means. What does that mean? Major uh, that that's that's matches one. Matches one, matches oh. lost, and then it oh, says, okay, matches uh, one, yeah, match yeah. one percentage, and then GW is I think game win, and then GL is game loss. So um, actually, what so is matches GW? versus uh, game, game win, win percentage, game percentage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so what yeah, separating yeah. them is 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 uh, games won, game loss. So. Um, it's a, it's a map. It's a map. It should say maps, one maps loss. So, uh, because optic has won th- three <laughs> out of five maps, they're ahead of everybody yeah. else. That's not hundred percent. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Um, so game win percentage is definitely like what to look at after that. Uh, there is, I think three, maybe four more matches to go. So there's still a whole other week of qualifiers. Um, but if, if you have zero points right now, like Minnesota does, uh, LAG does, um, you you should kind of be worried right now about your seeding uh, because you don't – what you shouldn't assume is everyone else is going to lose out. Um, in order for Minnesota to crack even the top five now, they have to win out, and then someone like FaZe of Toronto has to lose out, and it's probably not going to happen. Uh, so I would be concerned if I was Rockers specifically. If I was maybe Thieves, you could be concerned if they lose their next match. Uh, but I, that's where it is currently. So, so All right, so we got – so once the qualifier is done, is it just top to bottom? You got yeah. your top team plays the bottom team all the way up? No, no, no. So uh, the bottom half of the bracket, and this is what I do enjoy about Call of Duty compared to like most actual sports, is the the skill gap between teams during like bracket play is minimized because of this reason. So you have the top half going into the winner's bracket. And the bottom half going to losers bracket. So because of that, the skill gap between the game the teams isn't very large. Um, it would be very unfair to see like London Royal Ravens versus Optic or FaZe in the first round because they would get just stomped. Um so yeah, no, it's it's split in half and then winner bracket, losers bracket. Uh it's a single game elimination and losers bracket, and then it's double elimination if you're in winners bracket. So if you lose winners, you go down to losers and play the next team in the next round. Yeah, uh, like this, just like what that. it looks yep. like. Yep, and it goes all the way through. I like that. I like how it's like it just not a slaughter of yes. the lower tier teams. Yeah, yeah, it's a good format. The only flaw with this format is that uh, at the very end of the of the weekend, the winners finals there, uh-huh. that takes place as the first game on on sun on Sunday. Uh, so if if you win, 
uh, as 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 the the higher seed because you're the winners final. If you go to mm-hmm. grand finals to the winners final, you are now sitting um, for like five hours waiting for the last two elimination rounds to take place because you're waiting you won. The, yeah, you got punished for being good, and now your hands are cold. You're not touching sticks in five hours. It's that's only a flaw in this in the system. But uh, so, oh, yeah. wait, can you pull that back up? Because I yeah, got another yeah, yeah, question, gotcha. and you might not know yeah. the answer to this, but it would be good homework if you don't. So this is why. So I look at it from like a Rocket League perspective. They used to do double elimination brackets all the time, but what I found is, or what they have found is, when you have a winners. I'm assuming that whoever loses goes down to the elimination yep. bracket, right? Mm-hmm. Do you know if there's a percentage of whoever loses the winners? Do they typically go on to the grand finals or do they typically bottom out because they're playing off of a loss? Uh, momentum is big in COD. So yeah, um, depending on how bad you lost, you, like if you get 3 0'd, mm-hmm. if it's like phase and optic and optic get 3 0'd and go to losers, me annoying optic, they're gonna lose losers as well, just because I know yeah. how they are momentum wise. Uh, but that's not the same for every every team. A lot of teams have good composure and, and veteran leadership that they could win out either way. Yeah. Uh, there is probably a very, very, very minute discrepancy. And if there is, I would say it has more to do with the losing team being cold while the winning team comes in from winners. Yeah, uh, sure. but you that's that yeah, you can watch on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Call of Duty League. Um, I will yeah, send it you, to whoever wants it. Just reach out yeah, to Yeah, put it in the chat when you get a chance to. Yeah, yeah, I will. Um, but to me, the coldness in loser's bracket makes sense because you're in loser's bracket. That's, that's part of your punishment, in my opinion. Right. The winner yeah. shouldn't be punished for that. Um, yeah, not even close. So yeah, so two big things going into the major that I think I'm, I want to bring up quickly that it's going to be uh, a deciding yeah. factor for me and what's going to happen here. Mm-hmm. One, Toronto Ultra. Toronto Ultra was going into the last major, major three or major two, whatever it was. Uh, they were considered like the best team. Like the like they looked dominant. Like they were. I was scared to even see Toronto ever in any match. Um, it, I saw them in phase on the same level, and I don't see much people on phases level. Um, they were crazy good. They get to major two or three. I forgot what number it was, and they just get smoked <laughs> by thieves. Granted, thieves went on to go to the grand finals and everything like that. But the point were good is that year though. Yeah, the, the the thing about thieves is they're not a good online team at all, at all, which is what scares, which should scare them for their seeding every time there's a pool play seeding. Is they're yeah. not very good online, but when they get to land, they're 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 really good, typically speaking. Killing. Uh, so, Toronto Ultra uh, looked like the best team by far. But I, I'm I'm talking like everyone thought Ultra was going to win and it wasn't going to be close kind of a thing. They come in, they lose major. Uh, they make a change off of this loss and off of their first map loss in pool play. Uh, they bench a guy named Standy. Uh, for my Call of Duty fans that are out there, you know Standy is is been a figure since the CDL started a couple years ago. Um, is he the best player in the world? He's pretty good. He's a good role player. Uh, but they benched him for uh, a guy named Hixie. Uh, Hixie has been in what's called challenge. So they have a challengers, which is like their lower, like the minor league B tier. Yeah. Minor league. Um, Hixie comes from there. He's been on their, their roster for a while. And he's been their sub. Um, they're bringing him in, man, for Standy. I think Standy needs to look in the mirror. Uh, Standy just didn't play his role well enough is what it comes down to. But I also think that team has fundamental problems when it comes to like control, for example, which is a swing map. Uh, 
that's the first thing. Any any comments on on Toronto being the best team in the league, going from being that to benching one of their starters? So no, man. Questions. I'm good on it. Is there any correlation between them benching one of their starters to now not having a consistent? Like going into it, not having a consistent like chemistry or, or Line sense of things. Yeah. Like, is, that, um, is that why they're down in six or is it? Uh, is well, he not pulling his weight now that he's new or is he just got like. Yeah. I mean, they started nerves. off losing. They started off losing to Boston Breach. Boston Breach made a change before the pool play. Uh, Beans, well, Method retired. Beans came in. Beans has been really, really good. Boston Breach has looked like a different team, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. So losing to Boston Breach isn't like the end of the world. They did make a change then, which goes goes on to show they lost to or they they beat Las Vegas Legion. So they did get like quote unquote better. Legion isn't the best team to like like hang your yeah. hat on to beat. Mm-hmm. Uh but they did get better. They won their maps. Um, I think Hixie, <laughs> what Hixie brings to Toronto is something that Standy would never bring, which is a veteran call out leadership that they, that I think Ultra needs. Um, Ultra has great players. Um, they just don't have like what's called an IGO, an in game leader, uh, to like really kind of sh- showcase like like when things go wrong, which is very rare for Ultra. But when they go wrong, they go wrong. Uh, yeah. They're either winning an S and D six zero or they're losing six zero. It's, it's no in between. Um, so. I think it'll be better with Hixie. Uh, do I think he's the answer to the question going forward for the rest of their Ooh. their organization? Nah, probably not. Uh phase. Phase phase out of here. Phase is nice. Phase is nice. Now, uh, you can never you can never knock on phase, man. They, they always come yeah. to Yeah, they just have a good another. roster every time. Yeah. Their colors uh, are dope. That's the first change. The second change is with my team personally. Um, so Optic Gaming has made another roster change. Uh, if you've paid attention at all to Call of Duty, it's their, th- their third. Yeah, in, major one. That's their third in... When that third one happened, that was their third in like three weeks. Like, insane amount of changes in such a little amount of time. Um, so, one, uh, who they dropped. They dropped a guy named Illy. Illy is a previous world champion from the very... F- or from the second? Second? Yeah, from the second, second, or, th- second or first uh iteration of the cdl he, he's a champion and he's one of the reasons why they won uh he's a good player overall um he's so good that like optic hasn't let him go even though he's not playing like he's just benched uh and his buyout is so large from optic that like other orgs can't afford to buy him out even though he's on the bench uh that's how good illy is so they bench illy they're bringing this guy named uh ghosty ghosty is a challengers player now that sounds okay on paper like minor league player comes up to the big leagues however the thing about optic is that it doesn't happen that way optic isn't a team that goes to look for challengers players to compete with optic goes to the top four teams and says hey i want your best player i'm gonna buy him out yeah and they buy him out that's how optics always done it uh so the big shock this year was like okay optics dropping Italy. who are they picking up uh you know is it Pred from Seattle Surge, who was Rookie of the Year last year? Uh, is it Sib, who was co-Rookie of the Year last year? Uh, is it Scrappy, who's one of the best young players in the league? Um, did they somehow get one of these gems in the top four, top five teams uh, again? And the answer was no. We got we got Ghosty. And so for me as an Optic fan, I was like, who is Ghosty? Like, I've never right. – who is this? I'm, I'm sick. We dropped Illy, a world champion, for this dude named Ghosty. So uh, 
to my dismay, or to my surprise, I should say, Ghosty is like one of the best players in Challengers. Uh, he won MVP of the of the last um, like tournament, and they were number one in. And he won MVP of the it's called the Elite, uh, which is like the Challengers version of the league. Uh, so good player overall. Um, I looked at his numbers. He has crazy stats. Um, I think this was one of those situations where Optic needs to set up for the future because Scumpy's gone now. Uh, yeah. That they're like, let's get a young guy who's not right. like a million, a million dollars, and let's just start building with with a new guy. And I think they got Ghosty. And this week, I watched them play for the first time with Ghosty, and he, he looks good, man. I think what what is concerning for me going into the major is LAN is different, number one, than online, especially in COD, very different. Uh, most games, but very much in COD. Um, and two, Ghosty's gonna have the biggest, most loudest fan base roaring on his side for the for his very first land. Like mm-hmm. it's either gonna scare him to death to where he's gonna have so much pressure on his shoulder he's not gonna be able to live up to it, or he's, or he's gonna th- or he's just gonna thrive with it and just go yep. crazy. Um, from what I've seen, Ghosty's pretty good. He makes good decisions. Um, I think when we look at challengers teams or players who comes into the league. Uh, they're sometimes they're like a little timid, a little shy about what they, what they do. He was like, nah, this is how I play. I'm just going to play it that way. And eventually the team will get on the same page and it happened. They got on the same page. It looked good. Um, I just, I'm concerned for this roster as a whole. It's just too many changes and too little time. Uh, it is this the last change we see from them. I think the other thing too, is they got fourth last major. What's well, not, it's not terrible. It's not very bad. And they lost to the team who would go on to be in grand finals. Uh, so you're looking to bring in the challenges players to improve on top four and beat teams like Thieves and FaZe and, and Toronto Ultra and Rocker, and you brought in a kid. Like, it's, it's a little nervous for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, All right, so give me your, watch, yeah, so give me your three. One, two, and three. Right here. Uh, what do you got? We'll, we'll segue to the game right after this. Yeah, I'm what taking one for – I'm taking one optic. Uh, I'm taking two – the classic uh, classic matchup phase. Uh, three, this is where I get a little mixy with three. I think Boston Breach can upset some teams and, and make a good run. Uh, so uh, to me, it's tied between Boston Breach and Thieves. Uh, Thieves is just too good on land, dude. They I don't know how they do yeah. it. Every, every year, they're going to be a terrible team. Last year, they won champs. And for the first half of the year, they were so they're bad. Everyone said to, to, they said to just drop their entire roster. And they didn't. And they won the freaking the mecca of the championship. So uh I can never count thieves right. out, especially when they have Octane and Kenny and the team. Those are just two crazy guys. But uh give me give me optic one just because just they're home. If Optic wasn't home, I'd be going face right now for, for a repeat. We need to try to go see them. I would, if it's gonna be a home game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I would love to go to LA and watch that. But all right, hard segue to the game. Let's drop it. All right, we got spicy. Would you rather? All right, we're gonna actually. It's gonna start increments. I'm not just gonna throw okay. it in. But like, I'll, I'll be curious to see. How it, kind of thing? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> there might be some animals involved. So the way that we're gonna play is like how we've played in previous rounds. We're gonna start with All right, Steven, let's do this. And then Matt's gonna give his rebuttal. Try not to pick the oh, same ones. Take it <laughs> If not. All right, I'll let it slide. But the first one is, and this is going to tell a lot about who we are as individuals. Ooh. Would you rather let a spider crawl across your chest or a snake slither across your chest? 
Oh, why, why did I throw that up there? And I'm going first. I'm going to say I would rather a spider go across my chest okay. than a snake. Uh, right. One reason I would say is spider, depending on what kind of spider. I'm going spider. I'm going spider. I'm not going to go too deep into it, to the mental craziness, gymnastics, but spider. All right. What about you, Matt? So the question was spider across the face or snake no, no, across no. the chest? Both across the chest. The chest. Both across the chest. Would you rather? Am I, picking, am, I, am I picking the version of a snake or a spider? Like, do mm, I get to pick what kind, like, no. what kind of species of spider? No, or... it's vague. I'm taking purpose. it. Okay. I'm taking your eyes are closed, and you just um, if my eyes are closed, I'm taking a spider. Spider, spider. Yeah, dude, I'm going spider man. Cause snake, they could just you know Voldemort. Or what's the snake in Harry Potter? Bro, this is snakes. Snakes were designed like to be evil. Okay, every version of it, there's no good version of a snake ever in any story. The Basilisk from Harry Potter, <laughs> Satan from the Bible. Uh, <laughs> freaking pick any snake in the world. It's always I don't know. Jungle the worst thing in the world. Close on that level, though. Jungle Book. That's you know what I mean. The one that yeah, the freaking thing. Yeah, yeah snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane. There's no spiders on a plane. No spiders. Yeah, but they have that movie about the giant spiders. Eight-legged freaks. Those are giant spiders. You said a normal-type spider. All right. Yeah. All, right, all, right, all right. Like I said, we're easing into it. So this next one's about... Uh, you'll see. All right. So would you rather swim in the ocean at night knowing a shark could be nearby? Or... Okay, so we're getting into the murky waters, boys. Would you rather spend a night in a house that you believe is haunted? Ooh... Oh, right, that's easy. Start this one off. Easy, easy. Amir says one off. Yeah, yeah. I clear. <laughs> give me the shark. The shark, really? Give me, give me the shark. The thing about the shark is okay. So one, I don't just believe every, every house is haunted. If I mm-hmm. if I think it's haunted, I know it's haunted for the first thing. Okay. The key word you said here, my friend, was could be in the ocean. A shark could be there. I think I said might. I'm Mine going to well, mine yeah. could is the same. So yeah. I'm gonna take I'm I'm taking my my 50 50 chance with the ocean. It's a big ocean. Hopefully this truck just ran away for the night versus the house I know is haunted. <laughs> yeah. So I am gonna say easily haunted house. Easily. Because when I'm tired, I just go to sleep. And I just I have the superpower, and I, I shouldn't say this because it should keep it private, but even when my wife is like Mad at me, and she's like, "Let's talk." And I'm like, oh, "Good night." <laughs> I get, I can sleep, out. and it's, it's, it's a blessing and a curse. So if there, it's haunted, dog, I got, I got to wake up early in the morning. I got work. I'm going to bed. I is not going to bother me. You know what I mean? Like, good night, and I'm going to sleep. Ocean could be a shark, couldn't be a shark. Nah, man, I'm good. Ever seen? Yeah. Uh, ever seen a scary oh. movie where they? Or not scary movie. Uh. What's the? This is the end. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 With, I've uh, seen, I've, I've seen what a ghost can do. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll pass on the ghost. <laughs> I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'll go with Stephen on this one. I would, I would haunted. pick the the haunted house. There's no, Look no at real danger. Sharknado. Sharknado. With that shark. Oh, All right. Man. So we're gonna do a little bit of time traveling for this one. So if you could go back in time, would you rather spend more money on your wedding 
or spoil or spend more money on your honeymoon. Mm. I think Steven's first. Yep. I don't want to answer this. I know it's uh, dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say honeymoon because low key, I still haven't taken a honeymoon. I told my wife in her 10 year we'll take our honeymoon. You know what I'm saying? So I would say honeymoon, a hard honeymoon. Um, because our wedding was it was good. I feel like I couldn't spend any more money if I needed to because it would have just been a waste. But mm-hmm. I would say honeymoon and take my wife to like someplace crazy. Yeah, honeymoon. All right, I guess what you got? Uh, I'm gonna cheat because mine is was the same. Uh, my yeah, honeymoon I, was my I was, wedding, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, was about yours, I was like, dang, so it's gonna... no matter what I say here, it's this, I, it's yeah. going to the same thing. Uh, so sh- shoot, uh, the the I don't know the wedding part. I guess uh, I feel like the things we did in the quote unquote honeymoon part of the trip uh, was stuff that we would the things that we would do or would not do with or without the same amount of money. Like if we had like a thousand dollars more, nothing would change on the trip part of it, the honeymoon part of it. But if I had a thousand dollars more, I'm getting some more plates of food. I'm probably tipping the violinist this time instead of not tipping. I'm just joking. The tip was included. Uh, yeah. I'm probably getting better. She, she was fired too. I'm opening up my. I had a, a small 25 person like dinner party style wedding. 50 maybe 50. It's up to them. Uh, yeah. So, I I although we could have played for one less plate, I won't say <laughs> I won't say who or what. Uh, but we could have played for one or a couple less plates. Uh, but uh, yeah. Um, Give me the give me the wedding part. I'll pay a thousand, another couple of thousand for the wedding part because I and especially because I know I've seen the packages that I could have got for the extra couple of thousand, yeah. and mm-hmm. I could roll up there. I could roll up in Disney World in a carriage, my friend, and I didn't. Yeah, right? we could have gone to that Bell, that French restaurant over there in uh, remember Bell's restaurant? We had to put like reservations for and oh, yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. almost like a hundred dollars. Cinderella's Castle, man. I, yeah, I could have done, done a lot more with money. Could have got our Disney face World, painted. But... We could have had. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for sure. I know. Mm, that's no. tough. What am I gonna go with on this? I think I gotta go with Matt on this just because his wedding slash honeymoon was a two banger put together. Yeah. Yeah, I think thank if you, it was me, you. like if I was gonna do it, I'd probably put more money into the honeymoon. But uh you nailed it. Yeah, good job. All right. I, I think I know how this next one's gonna go because this is basically already Matt wrapped up nicely so would you rather have to sleep 15 hours a day or only be able to sleep two hours a night all right like i have to sleep have to sleep 15 hours do i have to be in bed for 15 hours you have to sleep sleep. not even functional just sleeping so if you wake up to go pee timer stops Mm -hmm. and you're back to bed you're back to bed timer restarts or Sleep only two hours. You're up, man. I'm fresh, right? Mm-hmm. Man, I sleep two hours as it is pretty much. So give me <laughs> give me the two hours all day. I have a newborn, man. I've been sleeping two hours for the last three months. Uh give me it all day, all right? Uh I, there's there is nothing more unproductive than sleeping. Like, come on. You literally do what do you do? Rest your body? <laughs> Forget that. I can I can just crack a freaking cold rock star for like the rest of my life. And yeah, I might die a little early because of, you know, issues, but 
still, I'm good. And but that's why we got expensive coffee makers. You know what I'm saying? We went above and beyond on our coffee makers <laughs> because of that. Shout out espresso. I'm gonna go Not hard in the paint too. The yeah, I know. Please though, if you do want to sponsor our, our pockets and our wives would be really excited for that. Um I would have to go two hours too, man. Um I, 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 I do I can't stay in bed all day. My my wife can do it, she loves it. And me, I'm like, dude, it's four o'clock in the afternoon already, dude. Like, come on, yeah, you know what I mean? No, but yeah, I'm gonna have to say two hours, hard two hours. You guys are gonna be groggy. All right, so I knew that this was gonna be this, so that's why I set up this second question. Oh, the follow up, kind of a follow up. So, with that being said, would you rather have to give up coffee or give up pizza? Hmm. Stevens up. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Shady comment, Esteban. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say, give up pizza. Pizza. Um, I could give up pizza. Um, yeah, I, I can give up pizza. It, 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 as a Ninja Turtle fan, it does hurt my heart giving up saying that out loud. And but. My my wife got me. I keep bringing up my wife, but she she got me hooked on coffee, dude. And now I'm I'm a caffeine addict. If I don't have my coffee, I'm like I can't start my day. I I feel like I'm missing a shoe. So I would have to say coffee. Uh, I have to keep my coffee. You could take pizza. Yeah. So I need uh I need clarity on a couple things here. Okay. Okay. When you say that coffee and or pizza. Does this encompass coffee-flavored things or uh, espresso-based drinks that are not quote-unquote coffee? Like, am I not getting pizza rolls? Can I not get a, a, a latte? Is that included in coffee? Like, Yeah, so I would say it's all-encompassing. So, so no, like, no, like no pizza, Pringles? Nothing. No. You can't, you can't bust the Becca and try to find the back door. And so. you're like, oh, well, you said. Yeah, yeah. So mm. uh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Uh I think, I think I'm giving up pizza, uh, only because there's a monstrosity with freaking pineapples on pizza, <laughs> and that needs to be nowhere near me. Gosh. I'm a holy man, okay? Oh, no. It's a sinful pizza. Get away from me, all right? I love Andrew, are you? A pe- are you? You are you? I am a pineapple on pizza kind Dog, of person. Dog, we oh, stand God. united. I love Ooh. pineapple on pizza. What makes it? What even makes it Hawaiian? I put a pineapple on it. It's Hawaiian. I mean, Tropical freaking anywhere. There's other like ways to put pineapple on pizza. I can't, I can't hear why it's called Hawaiian. Because there's pineapple. It doesn't have to be Hawaiian. It just because there's pineapples on it. It's like anything with pineapples. Like instead of calling it pineapple upside down cake, call it Hawaiian cake. That's a great idea. We should just change it. <laughs> upside down Hawaiian cake. Whoa, pineapple smoothie. Hawaiian smoothie. <laughs> We're sitting on millions. We're sitting on millions. Copyright. Yeah. Copyright right now. We're, we're going to Tahiti, boys. Because we just came up with Hawaiian smoothies. Oh, what's the difference? It doesn't, doesn't work very well in Hawaii, though. They don't like being yeah, called they, Hawaiian pizza. Yeah. It's because it's, it's, it's just pineapple. It's just yeah. pineapple pizza. I'm not arguing with you, but it's great. Dude, I feel pizza. like somebody was broke. They were like, yo, we have pizza. We don't have any anything else. Let's just throw some pineapples on it. Or somebody was probably practicing the dark arts. And it's got like somebody saying, and- give, me, give me a Mexican, uh, a Mexican wrap instead of a burrito. Just call the burrito. Like, I mean, Taco Bell's got the Mexican pizza. It's because pizza inherently isn't. Me- it, it makes it Mexican. There's still something that's actually besides one thing. 
if they just put like tomatoes on it and call it Mexican pizza, I'd be there with you. But they put <laughs> they put a bunch of other things to make it Mexican style pizza. Canadian well, bacon. So if we put Canadians spam, in the word, <laughs> if we put spam and pineapple, if we put spam and pineapple on it, would it make it more Hawaiian? Uh, probably. Sure. Yeah. Well, then, then I'm in. I'm in. I don't know. I get on board. You put freaking. I love it. You put a, a fruit on it with a, a non-native piece of meat that's not from Hawaii or the U.S. and you call it pineapple pizza. Like, <laughs> I like it. I'm, I'm in. So. <laughs> Take my card. I love pineapple pizza. All right. I love pineapple pizza too. There yeah, we're multicultural people. I'm surprised that you guys other... both went with pizza. Rebecca had the right the right idea. There's other ways to get caffeine. That's there's other ways to get food. That, that's same argument. But pizza, man, I love. I'm gonna pizza. be honest with you, man. Outside of pizza being convenient, I I could go without pizza. Oh. I now you say tacos. We got a, we got a conversation yeah, to have. Yeah, we there. fighting. Right. We right. fighting on that. That's. That's in the blood, you know what I mean? All right. Uh, this one should be Stevens. So would you rather have to publicly speak every day or get a visible tattoo that you absolutely hate? Visible to him or like it's just like, like it's like Everybody right here? Yeah. Like no regrets. Is it visible? But, no but, no regrets. Yeah, no regrets. <laughs> um is it does it have like profanity or like a naked chick on it? Or is it just something I hate? Is that what you hate? Because yes. Well, I don't know. Okay. Okay. No, I get I rather public speak. I'm I'm I have no problem with that. Interesting. Public speaking doesn't bother me. What about you? Uh I mean, so it's anything I hate tattooed on me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do not want pineapple pizza on me at all. So give me <laughs> so give me give me the public speaking. All right. That I was good. speaking all day of the week. That was good. Public I have no, I have no problem speaking to anybody about anything except for like you know, every day some awkward things. Every day is fine. Yeah, yeah I, I probably would go with public speaking too because I three, feel like minutes, if it was three, an every minutes. every day event, maybe after like day six, seven, Maybe it's so. not going to be that. Yeah, uh, it's not going to be that bad. That's true. And it could be like a thirty second speech. It doesn't have to be anything crazy. Nothing. Yeah. No stipulation. That's true. All right, this one, this one, I was looking really forward to asking Matt Egrown first. Would you rather be given a million dollars tomorrow, or ten million dollars ten years from now? Ooh, starting today, like, yeah, today? Like tomorrow you get ten million dollars. <laughs> ten years from today, you get ten Jason's million. Jason's gonna go crazy on this one. Give me the milli tomorrow, and I'll make it thirty by ten years from now. How about that? How about that? How, yeah. All I need, if you give me a hundred thousand dollars, I can probably turn it to five million in ten years. How, how are you going to do that? I, I knew I'll, figure, I knew. I'll figure it out. Bruh. That's for sure. Yo, we flipping it. <laughs> we buying brick. I mean, what? Um, yeah, the way infl- the the way the inflation is going right now, I'm taking that milli. You know, that get, that's, that's a dozen eggs. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Because in million ten years, be that's gonna be like fifty bucks. Million. You know what I mean. So you give me that Millie, we putting it in, we uh, we betting, we just putting it all on black. You know what I mean? We flipping it. All right, I got That's one more. One. If we got time for it, yeah, we got one more. We got one all more in us. This will be fun. So, would you rather take a vow of celibacy or a vow of <laughs> silence? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Can I text? <laughs> no communication. 
Dang. It's like that. Uh, have you seen that episode of um, what's it called? The freaking freaky stuff that happens on Netflix. Kind <sighs> of driving nuts. Wait, what? Talk about like Twilight Zone. No, so it's like he... a bunch. It's like they don't go together. It's just a bunch of individual episodes. Famous actors are in them. Uh, things happen. Like, what's it? What TV show is it? These are all I'm, great. I'm, descriptive I'm trying words. to think of. Hold on. There's a specific episode. Related. There's a specific episode that I don't want to say because I don't want that episode to be the one that I'm judged off of because it's a little. Is it a cartoon? Is it uh, not on the straight path? You know what I mean. Um, <laughs> it's um, it's not, it's, a, it's like a, it's like a live action. They, Are you they, getting they, all they, red right now? That's the that's black 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 mirror black mirror. Boom, black mirror. got okay. it. Uh, <laughs> now that I said that, Angie, you know the episode I'm thinking of in my head. That, <laughs> so I didn't want to describe it. Anyways, uh, so like in Black Mirror, how like the guys like in the world, but like no one can see him or talk to him. Like mm-hmm. that's what we're talking about. Okay, okay. All that to say that that's a, that's the clarity I was trying to get to. I think Steven's first. <laughs> you did it. You can build all that. Okay. Ah, uh, dang, dude. This is a hard one, bro. This is a hard one. Dude. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I uh, uh I'd rather be silent. You know what I mean? I I, I can go damn, that's a hard one. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go silent. I'm gonna have to go silent and still, you know what I mean. Man knows his priorities. Yeah, dude. Man. Yeah, I'm going silent all day. If for one, it'd probably make my spouse happier because you know what I mean? she ain't got to argue with me. She can talk all this shit. Um, but at the same time, that would be a hard one because my because the world I get on Xbox and get in a party chat and can't say nothing. nothing. Can't text. I can't tell people to write behind them. I'm always gonna get blamed if we lose. You know what I mean? No way to defend uh, yourself. Nothing. But I still be uh, you know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. Yeah, I I'm going I, I'm going quiet because then I can just, you know, I don't have to answer no questions. Never my fault if we pick a terrible place to eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going when I get that pineapple pizza, I don't know how I'm gonna order it, but uh no one can you can yell all day, it's not gonna bother me, right? Yeah. And then braille. just give them like the Moana thing, you know? Yeah. Like, there you go. Like, oh, like Hawaiian pizza. Yeah, I got, to, I got, right, I got right you. Here. Beautifully. Why didn't you say? Yeah, just say Hawaiian. And then the guy at the register is like, "Hey, you know this isn't technically Hawaiian pizza, right?" And I'm just standing there. You know what I mean? Like, and dumbest thing. Can't say thank you or nothing. 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 Cool. I'm yeah. good with that. I'm not a big fan of people, anyway. So you know what I'm saying? What are you saying, Andrew? It's not my question. It's Matt. Oh, I've already uh, met already. Yeah, I, I thought we were skipping me. Uh, I, 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 need to, I, I need to send this link to your wife real quick. Let me send this real quick. I uh, love my wife. And I love <laughs> things. I pretend marriage. I have, I have a kid, you know? So, uh, Just one. I, th- I think, I think, I think. Communication is the key to the world. So I have to. I have to. I have to, <laughs> this season, I have to. I there's there's. I have a podcast. I'm talking right now. Uh, there's. I just. Communication is way more important than that. So when you say can't speak, that's one thing. Can't communicate. I can't. I can't let that go. I can't do it. I can't let it go. I can't just walk around my whole life without saying how I feel. You know. Or not. Not even just saying that. What if I need like. 
if I'm choking on a freaking hot dog and I can't uh, say anything? If you're choking, you're not saying anything anyways because it's blocking your air pad. No, I'm communicating. I'm... <laughs> can't do none of that, can I? <laughs> just... Yeah, just dead. <laughs> and then boom, just falling. I'm dead. Oh, man. Dang, that I would, sucks. I would take the vowel silence. That's that's easy for me. I could be quiet for a long time. <laughs> you don't need it, yeah, dude. Don't need it. I wonder what the Dang, poll would be like. I wonder yeah, like how that crazy. question changes, like male versus female. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, I think it would go the opposite way. Girls could easily be so, you know what I mean? Where they got to talk. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. Yeah, I'm, I'm sticking to my decision. I'm sticking with it. Um. Sticking with Steven. Man, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, man. Crazy. All right. So real All quick, right. real quick, real quick. Bonus real quick for Andrew because he wasn't okay. here for this episode. Uh, okay. This is like a question that I just really – I just love it. Okay? Okay? Really easy question. Would you rather fight a chicken every time you get into the car <laughs> or fight a lion once a year? Uh, I'd probably no weapons. The, the chicken, hands down. Every time you get, you get every in the car, time, every you get time. in the car at least twice a day to go to work yeah, and back. Yeah, but but guess what? First time I'm up against the line, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> but you're, I'm not, you're, I'm okay, not listen, taking. I'm not. Hear winning. me out. Hear me out. It's say it's say the 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 chat just said it. If you if I have if I have three hundred sixty four days to prepare for the three hundred sixty fifth day, I could prepare to maybe not well at enough. least maybe not beat the line. But I could survive. No, nope. I, survive I don't life. think you could. I don't think you. All right. Annoying a chicken um, every time you get in the car. Yeah, but it's, Dude, you just you snap his yeah. neck and throw him out the I've window. Seen You're done. Just broken neck done. Broken neck done. Yeah, but you're a in a lion? car. You're in a. You're not like chasing the chicken, picking it up. It doesn't matter. Not, I can pick it, there's I can no pick it up. I've seen your. Neck. I've seen your little blue dino egg. You don't got much room to wiggle there, my friend. Nope, don't have it. It's gone. The egg is hatched. Into a chicken, I mean, fighting chickens. Mm-hmm. But in the chat, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's almost, it's almost three or four time. times a day, bro. We say, and, if, you, and if you're on, if you're on a six-hour road trip and you you know get off multiple times for bathrooms or whatever, every time like you have kids in the car now, space just gets less condensed. And chicken. I didn't say your car; I said a car. Imagine getting into a homie's car and like a chicken appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> Someone's got to fight it. You got to fight it man. now. You want dinner? Yeah, dude. Dude, <laughs> those are this. But yeah, those are investment chickens now. The way the way chicken eggs are. It's true. It's true. Okay. Like yo, you so, you hatch, and I don't break your neck in five different places. You know what I'm saying? So, have you seen that movie Beast with uh, Idris Elba? No. Oh, I've heard of it. Oh, it looks man. pretty good, but no. So it, that's basically like your question. Like this guy's got to go like hand to hand with a lion, and oh like, yeah, I did see the trailer for the daughters and everything like that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like I would like. Gore and blood doesn't affect let me, me, but watching this man get on. ragged all around. Wait, wait, let me ask you a like, question, though. Big man. Let me ask you a question. Pertain to this movie, okay? And you've seen this movie. Does he live mm-hmm. at the end of it? He does live. Oh, so an unprepared Idris Elba who's stuck with the I most ferocious... You, I can't oh, tell ah, you. Ah, 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 who's stuck with the most ferocious lion in the history of lions can survive, but you can't beat a lion after 364 days so, of training... I think the flaw is in your preparedness more than anything. Nope, 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 nope. So here's the thing. After his incident, he's never the same from it. So there's no coming back from 
the mauling that he got in 365 days. He is done the second time around. The average female lion is 265 pounds to 408. The average male lion is 331 to 551. And yeah, you could that you is, train no, that you could train that is a for bench five on a years. Tuesday evening for me. Okay. After a long, hard day of work, I'm benching Shut. that easy, clearing it. Clearing the it. only reason he even walks away isn't is he gets helped out. That's it. But he survives multiple attacks. No, just one. Yeah, that's the one. Does he have a gun? Does he have a gun? He, uh, he gun. starts out with a gun. Yeah. Does a lion get shot? Um, I don't think so. Right. Lion gets yeah. tranked. He get it gets tranked. But. Oh man, it was like so. I watched that movie when I was flying to Honduras. It's a good movie. Man, I it's would a, give Matthew a shovel, like a, a like an army shovel with the razor's edge, and five years of training and all the steroids he could possibly. I still go in, for the lion, and I'd still go for the lion. Listen, no... if you if you put if you gave me both hands, I'd whoop the lion's ass. All right. How, right now, tomorrow. Matter of fact, oh, you, I don't think you realize how big lions are. Just set it up. No, I could guy, fight. I could fight a silverback gorilla if I wanted to right now. Right? Okay. Don't and with that, we're going to be ending the podcast because there must be a carbon monoxide poisoning going on in Matthew's house because he thinks he can every eat. day. Yeah, chicken. chickens. I will take six chickens a day, easily. Ten. Six chickens. It's literally a lion. Broken neck. Done. Doug, I hate house cats, Andrew, let alone and, and fight both, a both lion. of you, actually. You guys have three kids in the back seat and your wife in the front seat, and you think you're just going to – The chicken's not going to – chicken that's staying still. It's moving. Your kids are freaking out. It's chaos. Chaos. Imagine a road trip 10 times a day. Who yeah, knows? but if I choose the line, I got two years to live. In one, one full year is going to be super painful, and I'm going to be almost paraplegic. Bro, I've seen – Lion King. I know how to take out Mufasa with ease. Ease. Go watch Beast, and then you come talk to me. <laughs> if he walks away, my my point my point is being supported. He doesn't I'm walk away. He somebody comes and helps him. And all he's right. all mangled. With all that madness being said, we're gonna wrap it up here. It's been a slightly entertaining, slightly crazy podcast. We uh, mm-hmm. talked about Ant Man from. How Kang's changing the next couple of years to uh, uh, breaking down CDL to Matthew potentially fighting a lion and, and then times. multiple, multiple times, times. Uh, no, once a year. We're hoping no, for the I don't best. Think it, by the way, anyway. I just let you know. Next time we see a zoo, you better show up. Um, yeah. Thanks everybody for joining us. We had a lot of likes and some uh, a couple subscribes, a couple people in the chat talking it up. We appreciate it. You can find us on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, anywhere and everywhere you get it. Um, we and appreciate happy birthday, you. happy birthday to my lovely brother-in-law out there. Not you, Steven. Jason. What was it? I don't know who Jason yet. is, but happy birthday. Yeah, happy <laughs> birthday, Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's turning uh 57. Um, so yeah, happy like birthday, that. buddy. <laughs> uh mine's on Saturday. We're gonna be going to Chuck E. Cheese and playing some video games. With go. that being said, God bless, stay humble. We out later, guys. Peace.